0: It's not intuitive to someone that's just picked up the game on how to do that.
1: There's people that play different challenges like uh, the one chunk and super flats. Uh, What are they going to do?
0: So you're taking a process that is tedious and adding more tedium to it.
1: Hello, and welcome to Minecraft Lab, where I explore, experiment, and theorize about all things Minecraft. I am minor thoughts, and with me is a man whose wood is so polished, it shines all the time. Hey, Troj.
0: I've literally got no words. That's... How are you, mine? I'm just going to bypass that one completely this week.
1: I'm doing good. Doing good for a Friday night, Saturday morning for you.
0: Free breakfast, that's how early it is for me today. So, um, yeah, if my thoughts are rambling and don't make sense, it's because I have nothing in my belly.
1: Yeah. Well, I have coffee, and that's what's important.
0: That, and working creative, that's what's important to you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, For the viewers uh, watching this on YouTube, I apologize for the hair. It's out of control. Mm. Um, usually I show up all nicely shaved and shined and everything, but it's been a long week.
0: It's wild oh. and wooly, mate. Wild and wooly. It's just totally out of control. It's like mm. Albert Einstein. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I can't get it to do anything.
0: <laughs> it must take you a long time in the morning to get that ready before work.
1: Well, so we've started getting snapshots, and usually mm. we uh, do, you know, as the snapshots come out, we talk about them, Uh but this one... I think we have to devote a whole episode to, because there is a lot of controversy surrounding it.
0: It's been quite the week on the, I'd like to say, Twitter sphere. What do we say now, the the X-sphere?
1: X-sphere. X-sphere. The, I don't know what to say, I don't know what to think.
0: The Twitter let's Elmo- go with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Elmo is doing something weird. Elmo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard him called Elmo once, so...
0: This is totally unrelated, but do you notice that all a lot of brands are going to black and white logos these days? There are so yeah. many going black and white. It's like we're all going colorblind or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's definitely the trend. Anyway, not even what we're here to talk about. Anyway.
1: Snapshot. There we go. Snapshot for 1.20.2. This is not 1.20. one point 1. two twenty one. Now, the next update. this is Uh, going to be in this cycle it's labeled as experimental so you know uh, but there there's an uproar because of what is what has been proposed
0: as usual the community is split the community is divided there are very clear lines being drawn and it is i don't i don't think it's unforeseen that they were going to look at it because i know giving the the cat out of the bag, we were planning at some stage to do uh, what is coming in the next update. And in the preparation for that podcast or that episode, I had listed a whole lot of things that I thought they might look at. And one of them was actually villager rebalancing. So it was like, right. they're actually doing it now. They're not in waiting. So I don't think it's unforeseen that they were going to look at it. I think what is unforeseen is the way they've gone with it. Because that is so oh, definitely different.
1: Right. And, um, when I first looked at it, I thought, you know, I'll get your opinions, and uh, we'll go over other people's opinions on it. But I thought I, I, I kind of like the direction. I, I understand what the they're thinking, but we'll get into that. Uh, one thing, other than villager rebalancing, um, they made the wandering trader better, better trades, better he's got better wares um so i do like that that's not really our focus today it's the villager trades
0: i don't think anyone's complained about the wandering trader being no. changed you know and and really re- reality you know the wandering trader showed up and if you don't if you haven't messed with its loot table behind the scenes or added in the mini block thing you see a wandering trader show up now unless you're playing a, something like a one chunk challenge where you might be able to get something off the trader that you can't get at the moment you just see them and you go, oh, thank you, free leads. That's your thought. Now. No,
1: no. Most people say, oh, target practice.
0: Well, that too. That's what I was why <laughs> with free leads. But yes, I still don't think they're immensely useful with the changes, but it's definitely a big step in the right direction. And yeah, then at least you would probably be tempted to at least look at what he's doing before just instantly going for the boat.
1: Yeah. yeah. Sword or, oh, I need some leads.
0: Exactly. But say I think that part of it no controversy. Next part right. big controversy.
1: Yes, uh they are they're changing the way villager trades uh are going to be done. It's really I mean we got to look at this as it's in the experimental phase and they're looking for feedback. And oh my god, there is a lot of feedback, both good and bad. We'll just get into it the the villager trades are going to be changed in different ways. Uh, the first thing is that uh, you could only cure them once if they're infected and get that big discount. So uh, that was one of the things, and there's not a whole lot of uh, uproar about that. It's it's the other thing. As a whole, villages
0: really needed a rework. They needed a rebalancing, and they needed to be looked at because the reality is You can actually play Minecraft without mining at all (laughs) because villages will give you everything that you need. And it's not that hard to actually do. You know, you set up a Fletcher, a good bamboo farm, you've got sticks for days that gives you basically unlimited emeralds. And then between librarians and, you know, armorers and toolsmiths, you can get everything you need. You can get all the enchantments that you need, basically just staying in one chunk, just doing all the... Mm -hmm. Cyclical trades and the XP, you know, there's a XP glitch with cartographers and uh, not a glitch. It's a exploit, I should say, with cartographers and librarians where you just buy glass, take and turn the glass panes and just do a big revolving circle. You just basically it's infinite emeralds. Yes, I agree with villagers needing to be nerfed in some respect. Of course, then when you add in the the constant changes with the zombies, zombie cure, zombie cure, zombie cure, everything becomes one emerald you get unalived a thousand blocks away, you lose your gear. Yeah. You go four emeralds. You got a full set of diamond armor again.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So yes, I get it. But they, I don't think they've really looked at those changes yet. At the moment, it's all the changes around enchanting books.
1: Cause you don't know what they want to do is make the librarians, uh, bio specific, meaning you'll have guaranteed books, uh, from librarians in certain areas. Um, uh, So I forget all the the trades. Uh, One I do know for sure is the master trade uh, for the swamp villager, a villager that comes from the swamp. Of course, there's no village in the swamp, but that may change. But if you breed up a villager in the swamp, the the highest level trade is Mending, guaranteed. And a, a lot of the other biomes, librarians from those biomes, their master level trade is, you know, something that we use a lot like Unbreaking 3. And I forget which biome that's that's from. Well, it's not actually. So there
0: is... So, no. Yes, technically what you're saying is correct. It's Unbreaking 2, Fortune 2, II, Efficiency 3. You don't actually get the top level enchant of those books. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's part of the uproar is, okay, if they're going to do that, that means, you know, to get Fortune 3, you need to buy two books, combine them. So you need more XP to upgrade your stuff. So is the whole XP system with anvils needed to be looked at again as well? Because I think Azuma in a, his rec- his video on this, he did a test to get um I think it was a pick like fully enchanted with fortune. I think I think from memory a couple of days since I watched it. And the final thing, if you combine because usually you know you you combine all the four books up and then you put the book onto your yeah. pick. The last one was 36. It, it was immense. It, it was would have been close to 50, 60 levels to do all of it for one pick. So to me, that, mm-hmm. that seems a little bit unbalanced because the last one to put the, the book actually onto the pick was 36 levels just by itself. So it, Yeah,
1: and you, you obviously know a lot more or have researched it a lot more than I have. I have because
0: I'm a villager-centered player. So mm-hmm. when I start a new world, unless it's a challenge world, when I start a new world, my B-line is always straight to the villagers because uh-huh. it's such a shortcut to easiness.
1: Right, and that's that's a lot of people's, uh, uh, that's their first priority is is villagers. There, there's people that play different challenges, like uh, the one chunk and super flats. Uh, what are they going to do? Uh, there's They're going to be out trades because, you know, they're locked in, say, they're locked into uh, a chunk of a single biome or a super flat world that's just nothing but planes. How are they going to get those other trades?
0: To me, it adds to the challenge because it's you're playing a challenge, so it's a challenge, so it would add to the challenge. That's my mentality. But yes, for those that like playing on super flat, you have got a problem on your hands. Quite mm-hmm. a big one. I think it's all coming back to their, this whole getting people out of their bases and their base area and getting out into the world and explore. You know, to find these things, you need to go and find these things in chests, I think that's mm-hmm. the way they're heading if you're reading between the lines a little bit. You know, you go out, find the... You don't have to combine it with villages to get a Fortune 3. Go out and find it. You don't have to go to a swamp to get a mending. Go out and find it. I think that's the line they're on. Overall, my problem... This, well, I've got two problems with it. One, and it's more a Minecraft problem as a whole, is it's not intuitive to someone that's just picked up the game on how to do that. Mm-hmm. Right, to get a mending book, let's just say to get a mending book, you've got to go create a village in a swamp as a new player. if you thought as a new player, one you've never seen a swamp villager because they don't exist in the game unless you create them unless by you right. accidentally, maybe you've got a village that's on the border of a mm-hmm. swamp and then they accidentally breed there. no, what is this? but normally you don't see it, so you're not going to know these things exist as a new player. How would you even think of huh? Let's go and take a couple of villagers to a swamp, get a swamp villager, and go for it. That's my problem. It's not intuitive to the new player. And that's a Minecraft thing as a whole. It's very... I remember back when I started in 2020, if I didn't have DTG and my son showing me stuff, it would have not been intuitive a lot of the gameplay mechanics. And the stuff that I know now when I go to do stuff is not necessarily intuitive. Even Redstone, some of it's still a mystery to me, and I've been playing for a few years. So... Right that's a Minecraft thing as a whole and maybe a whole different topic for another day. The other problem that I've got with it on the surface is a, am in favor of the changes and I like that they're looking at rebalancing. And as you and I have discussed, the whole adventuring thing is great. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The problem that I've got with it at a core level is at the end of the day, you're still going to be able to get villagers in a villager trading hall. If you really want to, that are going to do this, give you the same thing that you basically got now. All it's adding is more steps to it. So you're taking All a right. process that is tedious and adding more tedium to it. Technically, probably not what you want to achieve. And I don't know whether they've considered that or not, where my head immediately went with it. And even though I, the more I've looked into it, the more it, I, actually, I understand the thinking and the philosophy behind it, and I like it, it comes back to, well, this is still really tedious.
1: Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, you had mentioned, you know, you only can get swamp villagers, villagers in the swamp, and they look totally different. It's the same thing for jungles. Mm. Uh, the jungle villager looks uh, is one of the better looking villagers, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, and what if? Do you think they would consider putting in more villages within other biomes? Maybe even in different dimensions, such as the end. Look, if you follow like. Um, Game theory. Uh, he does a lot of Minecraft lore and uh, the end cities and things like that. What if they if they were to re- rework the end? And that might be you know the next podcast. Uh, what's coming down the pike? What if they were to put more villages in in different places, different biomes? Uh, maybe even the end have uh, villages there within the end cities. If they were to re- redo the end.
0: I think they would need to be careful with that because you've already got a system of villagers. And what I mean by careful is look at what they're trading and what they what they offer. Um, and I'm going to come at this from two perspectives. So if you if you look at villages now in vanilla, there's already, mm-hmm. let's call them exploitable things that you can make the game really, really, really easy in terms of getting at things that you need without having to go out there. I like playing modded Minecraft as well. And obviously I'm on the Nugget SMP at the moment as well, um, as well as interrupts So on that is we're running all of Fabric 6 mod pack, and that adds a whole lot of different Villagers to the mix. And this is a problem I have with some modded mod packs is they actually give you too much, gets broken in some ways. And Villagers is one of those. So, you know, they've actually, they add in uh, like a forestry one, and that forestry um, Villager gives you basically access to all the trees and all the logs. They give you... um, and end, where I was going with this was then the Enderologist, which is the end guy. What? And it, you can buy Elytra, you can buy Shulker mm-hmm. boxes. Basically, what, what I discovered with all the Fabric, with that mod pack, because they've added in so much, there's so much that's game-breaking that you don't actually need to get out in the world and do it, which is a systematic problem of Villages as a whole, as they stand at the moment. So mm. if they were to go that route of adding in more, I think they need to be careful. I personally would like to see them keep the villages that they've got maybe add in naturally spawning jungle and jungle uh, sorry jungle and swamp ones because it's not intuitive that's really? what you've got to do take out that whole because the as it stands at the moment if you want to get a mending villager with this snapshot you need to a go find a swamp which could be thousands of blocks away. you then need to take two villagers there and set up exactly. a villager trade uh, a villager breeder to breed them. To get one villager, and then if you want to take it, then bring that villager all the way back. It adds tedium to it. I don't like that. I like the direction. I know some people are dead against it on a, every level. I don't mind it, but it's just, let's get it right from a balanced perspective, not adding tedious things to it, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, And jungles as well. I don't know what is in the jungle, but you know, you've basically got to do that process twice because you haven't got naturally spawning villages in those two biomes. Literally. So you actually have to... And if you spawn on in a world and you've got one that's 2,000 blocks away and the other one's in a different direction that's 5,000 blocks away, you got to do that process twice to get these books or go and hope that you're yeah. going to go and find them in naturally generated chests, which is going to be quicker, it, right. exploring or setting up villages. Well,
1: so, see, that makes me think that maybe they are uh, looking at adding more villages. In the swamp and the jungles, and maybe have them generate more, so you don't have to go thousands of miles or blocks to to find a village to get these different villagers. Uh, but you're right; uh, the there, I can see where they're trying to balance things, and maybe they're going to look uh, at not only the villagers but uh, how. Books are obtained, enchanting, XP, all that. I'm not sure what people are getting at uh, seeing on uh, X. I I still want to call it Twitter. With Ambles need to be tweaked as well.
0: I Uh, I think that's because of the XP thing, like we were saying before. You know, it's because it stacks with how much XP you got to use to put enchants on stuff. Okay. Uh, And and what they're doing, and it's because those villages, they're only giving you like Fortune 2, efficiency 3. You have to combine books multiple times, therefore it's more XP. And as it is, the anvil thing is ridiculous sometimes with how much it really costs.
1: Okay, now that that, that brings it back to my memory is, uh, and someone did a video on it, may have been Azuma Z- or someone else, that you get to a point to where you're enchanting things and it just says too expensive. And it, if they make this change. You're going to uh, run into that a lot, so that that uh, that whole thing needs to be changed on you know how how you enchant things, how much XP is required uh, to stack books, or just put enchants on something.
0: Well, I think there's a reason why it's marked as experimental. They do want that feedback, and it's a good thing that they've done it. And I think a lot of the uproar comes from people immediately going, "This is what they're They don't think. This is what they're immediately going to do. This is not wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Put your feedback back through to them on the, on their website or on mm-hmm. Twitter or S- X or whatever it's called. Yeah, get, be heard. This is this is your opportunity. Don't sit there and whinge about it. Put your feedback in. But give it a go. Think logically about it. Just don't go immediately, oh, they're changing my villages and the game's not going to be as easy for me as it once was. But how about you give it a go and put some logical thought onto it? Because I'll be honest, my initial thought was this is poo. No. Oh. But then the more I thought about it, the more I researched it for this podcast was like, actually, I see their logic behind it, and it makes sense. Um, and the the way that they've split the books up across all the villages actually makes thematic sense. So like the snow villager gives <laughs> you frostwalker. Right. The desert villager gives you fire protection. Makes sense to me. Um, right. I would actually like to see it maybe go a little bit further in that it's not maybe not just librarians that give you enchants, because... Yeah, you know, you've got a whole range of villager types there that let's face it, no one uses. What was the last time mm-hmm. you set up a butcher? Right. Where was the last time you set up a fisherman? Unless you've got a like a, a guardian farm and you want to get rid of your cod that you get, or you can trade it off to the villagers, to the
1: fishermen. Exactly. You
0: know. Uh the shepherd, or like there's a whole range basically when you set up a trading hall, at least for me, there's only maybe four or five that you actually use. The rest you don't even think about. They don't even come into it. So do they do they spread it out that you actually need to give thought to a shepherd? You actually need to give thought to the other types to be able to get yeah. the that you need.
1: Well, I don't know. Um, we are in snapshot season, so uh, this is about the time when we start seeing things before they start announcing. Well, no, that's not true. They they announce the new update in the fall, and then we start seeing snapshots. But this. This development cycle is really weird. Weird how they're doing things. When people saw this, they thought, "Oh, this is this is part of 1.21." It's still part of the Tales and Trails update. So we'll see what happens um, with this, and then uh, hopefully here soon, uh, next couple of weeks or months, we'll find out what 1.21 is.
0: And I think that you're right. It is part of that Tales and Trails. And that's why I think their logic behind it is get out there and explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think, and we'll talk about this. Do I let the cat out of the bag and say the next podcast is all about what we think 1.21 will be? Um, I think yeah. they are looking at biome changes. Uh, I don't know whether you saw it, but Doc M put a video, uh, put a, shared a thing from NEMBOM, I think it was. Mm-hmm. He had a, um, a camel table. Sort of thing, we put all camels together and look weird. But Doc picked up in the background, there was layered sand, and they come out. He, um, their mom said, Oh, no, no, it's just retextured snow for experiments and that for testing the lighting. No, so I, 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 I changes. they're looking at biome updates.
1: I did see uh post myself. Um, one of the developers, I forget his name, uh. I said, what if we don't update the end? What if we update this instead? And it was a screenshot of the bad Badlands.
0: Mm, I saw that too. Ah, the end needs work.
1: The end needs work. <laughs> Yes. Oh, so much. Yeah.
0: But we'll talk about that in the next one because, you know, there's a, there's probably a good reason why they won't touch the end. There's a good reason for it, but we'll leave that for the next. But in terms of this one, I think everyone for the most part would agree that it's a start in the right direction finding a balance i don't think you're going to find many that's going to go this is perfect role at it
1: right there i mean you can't please everybody <laughs> you just can't you can't and, and and you know we've
0: seen that multiple it doesn't matter what they do someone's going to be unhappy but it's nice to see a they are taking the getting out and exploring the world as an important feature of minecraft because that had been lacking mm-hmm. and they're looking at rebalancing villages because especially with raid farms and the ability to basically oh, farm emeralds in multiple ways, and that's probably the next thing they would probably want to look at after this is raid farms because ultimately, ultimately, it doesn't matter what you do with villages. The existence of a raid farm means emeralds are just
1: right, and you you don't have to really once you've got that set up. You really don't have to do a whole lot of exploring. Uh You just trade, trade, trade.
0: That's it. And really, you know, the I, the, the two what I do like is the two apparently most valuable resources in the world should be diamonds and emeralds. Diamonds because yeah. it gives you the best gear. Emeralds because it's technically supposed to be the currency of the world.
1: But no diamonds. We forgot to mention this. And I know we're kind of wrapping this whole thing up, but there was one other change. Uh, diamond generation in the deep slate levels uh, is going to be, uh, there's going to be more. So that's that's going to be part of this uh, possible experimental. You know, we don't know. And
0: also, something that no one's disappointed about or controversial at all. I think right. everyone agrees. Exactly. That generation down there other the diamond levels was a bit on the low
1: and the diamonds have become more valuable with the armor trims and uh, uh, netherite upgrades. So,
0: Yeah, if you're going to rebalance the villages rebalance the way you get emeralds and make emeralds valuable in the game too because i think technically they're supposed to be because they are the currency mm-hmm. of the world and mm-hmm. i don't know about you but you know if you're going through a, a cave and you see an emerald up in the wall you know, oh, yeah there's an emerald and you just sort of don't, don't care about it whereas it should be oh emerald Where to get that because it's the rarest ore in the game it's the rarest thing in the game really mm-hmm. the way it generates is
1: yeah so, yeah exactly
0: through the way and, and that's the way I'm, look, it's the way you buy things in the game with villages. It's the currency, but raid farms and and the way the villages are set up between villages themselves and raid farms, emeralds are not really a thing. They're not really a care factor. Most people either iron or emerald will make their um, beacons out of it. So mm-hmm. I think going down the road that they're on, I think there's a lot of offshoots, for a lot of different things that they need to make balanced. In conjunction with this, so I don't think this is going to be a minor change, and I don't think it's going to be a change that's going to come quickly. That's why it's an in- experiment.
1: Exactly, exactly. I think that about wraps it up for this this discussion. Um, if you'd like to join in the discussion, you could find us on uh, the socials X. Uh, that's going to get be hard to get used to. Um, our handle there is MC Lab underscore Podcast. I remember this time. Good. And, uh, you can also find us, uh, on the awesome website. Kegers has built. keegers 2 uh, interrealmssmp.com. Yeah, that's it. Interrealmssmp.com. Um, you can find us as well as all the other podcasts there. If you want to send us an email, it is Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Well done, money You got through it this week. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's all it from me. And I'm yeah, interesting to see what the next iteration of this village of change looks like. Fundamentally changing the way we play the game.
1: Right. We will we'll find out from week to week the the changes. And uh, as we record these podcasts, since we're in snapshots, te- kind of we'll uh, we'll update you with uh, the different episodes. I'm going to get uh, back to blowing things up and uh, Trosh is going to get back to playing with wood. Sugar. <laughs> I mean, it's the only way you're going to shine. It's the only way you're going to shine.
0: I'm going to stop there before I have to cut too much out of this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll we will see it. Bye. Recording, sir. Okay. The pressure's on. Uh, the pressure? What pressure?
0: No pressure.
1: I, I remember everything. Everything I'm supposed to say.
0: Yep, totally.
1: Because I have it written down. Yep. But not, not really.
0: <laughs> and no one watches this anyway, apparently. so.
1: Yeah, this this kind of stuff usually ends up on the end. Usually. <laughs> Ha, <laughs>